Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dreamers Confidence Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you real quick on our rules for a proper transformation and how we coach transformation programs here, um, how we walk people through it, what you guys should look for if you're joining a transformation program or you're really trying to make a sustainable change that can last you guys a lifetime. And I'm not just talking about you know, a gimmick or a quick fix. I'm talking about a true transformation from the inside out or from the outside in, depending on what you guys need to work on the most. And that's probably the biggest thing that we do here and the thing that I think that we're, you know, best known for because really we attack it from all angles. And I've talked about this before on other podcasts um, as we dig into like, you know, the, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional side of fitness because I do believe they're all wrapped up together. And I think if one of those areas is lagging, everything else kind of suffers and pulls. Now you can excel in one area, it maybe not be as awesome in another, but if they're all at least at a level of you guys feel competent and you can roll, your life tends to be uh, rather amazing. There's not one thing, you know, like one dead weight dragging you down in terms of making progress and, and truly transforming. And uh, this question came from uh, an email I got yesterday or the day before maybe, and it was just talking about you know my coaching philosophy and, and what my take was on it and, and why we do the things we do. And so I'm gonna kind of dig into these. And uh, this is kind of playing off an email I got from my homie Travis, uh, and he went kind of you know three rules for a proper transformation. I'm gonna kind of expound it to five, uh, just because I think there's you know there's a lot of things that we touch on, but these five I think are crucial. And when I say transformation, you guys, obviously we're in fitness. And health and the vanity part of it's important. So we all want to, you know, look a certain way and, and look sexy as hell naked. And I get that, but we attack it from not just the surface level stuff, but the underlying issues of, you know, why are we making these choices? Why are we eating this way? Why are we sleeping this way? Why are we doing things to sabotage the results? Why are we talking to ourselves negatively? Why are we comparing ourselves to other people? Why are we not being realistic with the goals that we set? And that's kind of how we go about it. And so. These would be kind of my five rules, you know, I would say you, you must follow uh, to make a true sustainable transformation. And on that same note I talked about before in the previous podcast, our 47-day transformation program, it's 47daytransformation.com, kicks off January the 7th. You have until the 5th to register. It is our flagship program. It is probably your best opportunity to work with me, you guys, in a very close group setting where you get to talk to me every single day. Um, I'm on video every single day inside the group. It is exhausting, but it is the one thing that we've done that I am probably, you know, one of the things I'm the most proud of just for the fact of I know what we put into it, not just to create it, but what we put into it to coach it every single day and what people are getting out of it and the skills they're learning for life and making them really do a self audit of what's important to them and how they're spending their time, effort, energy in terms of not just you know the exercises they're doing and the foods they're eating, but how they're spending their entire life. And so it truly is a transformation program on every level and we peel back the layers and sometimes it's not fun and sometimes we have to ask the tough questions and I have to give the, the hard answers, but uh, it does work. And hundreds and hundreds of people on our YouTube page, if you guys ever go check it out, you can see them. And uh, it's been cool to uh, be a part of it and, and very humbled. So if you're interested in that, check it out. But uh, without further delay, these are my rules to having a badass transformation both inside and out. And the first one, we'll just come at it uh, from a standpoint of being a fitness professional. Um, you're gonna have to track your food. You guys are gonna have to understand you know, what macros are, what micros are, understand the importance of eating real food. Because a lot of people out there, they're just, they're out of touch with what they're eating on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Most people don't 
have any rhyme or reason to what they're doing or they heard something on a TV show or they read an article somewhere or their friends doing this diet so they're going to try it or they remember what they did you know when they were 26 and they're going to try it when they're 48 but really not tracking the macros the proteins carbs and fats that are coming in having no idea of micronutrients and really just kind of throwing stuff at a wall and see if it sticks and they're they're kind of spinning their wheels in terms of results and what I would say is this when you start tracking your food you guys a handful of things do happen one you're more in tune with you know not only what you will eat but also what you won't eat you stop you know snacking on stuff that's not serving you or not helping you just for the fact of one it's it's annoying to track it and roll through it but two from an accountability standpoint like how we check in on people and look at them it's embarrassing to have to write down you crushed 44 oreos or you drank 10 beers now there's a time and a place for all that stuff i guess but doing it on a random Wednesday or Tuesday when you have some real legit health goals and fat loss goals, seeing it come to life in front of you on a screen or pen and paper or however you guys choose to track it, if it is my fitness pal, obviously it's there. And uh, you're less likely to do it if you have to look at it over and over and over again. Just that external factor does a lot for people. You also realize how much of certain things you are eating and, and how much of certain things that you're not eating. So meaning, a lot of people when they start to track their food, they start to realize they're eating, you know, maybe too much sugar and not enough protein. And on the same note, they might realize that they're drinking too many glasses of wine and not eating enough, you know, green vegetables. Real basic stuff that you you might know subconsciously in the back of your mind, but when you see it come to life when you're logging, like holy shit, I've drank way more glasses of booze than servings of green vegetables I've ate this week. This is probably not the road to optimal health and looking and moving and feeling my best, especially if I'm in the gym and I'm training, I want to see all that hard work come to life. And so that's why to me, I think tracking is key. And when you track your food for at least a minimum of 30 days or like in our 47 day for 47 days in a row, even maybe a little bit before if you start early and end a little bit late, um, you're going to get a lot of answers to a lot of questions and you're going to start to understand is the juice worth the squeeze so and i'm not you know bagging on cheesecake i love it just like anybody else but when you start to understand the density of you know the sugars the fats and the overall calories of crushing certain sweets and treats you start to ask yourself well is it really worth it could i do something else in lieu of its place can i maybe make a swap or a better choice and so again it takes time to track your food it, it does um but if you ever want to make a legit transformation and build the foundation of skills of eating that you can have for life, you have to do it at some point to understand what's going in. And it's about a 10-minute investment every single day. And I know people will be like, oh, man, it's just it's tedious, it's boring, it's annoying. I, I get it. It is. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't love tracking food. I think it's boring as shit. I don't like reviewing it, to be all honest with you guys. Um, but it's, a, it's the one thing I know truly works. And it truly educates yourself because you're doing the work. And as people who say they don't have 10 minutes to do it or it's too hard to figure out, well, my answer would be, you just don't wanna be in shape. It's just the truth. You, just, you, don't, you don't give a shit enough about yourself to be fit and to be in shape. If you can't dedicate 10 minutes to tracking food on MyFitnessPal, which is basically Google for food, and if you eat things on a pattern or a rhythm, it's click and drag. It's really not that complex. But if you don't have 10 minutes per day to dedicate to that, then you don't give a shit about your health and your goals really don't matter that much to you. If somebody would've told me, you know, 15 years ago, hey, Jeremy, there's going to be a thing on your cell phone, which didn't exist then, that you could plug in your food and it would add up the calories for you instead of doing it on pen and paper like I did for like five fucking years in a row. I would have been like, this is a godsend and it's free. 
and you can use it. And then we as coaches review it for you and give our swaps and help you along the way. At least that's what we do in our 47 days. So to me, you have to think of logging your food and tracking macros in that regard, just as important as doing squats, just as important as riding the assault bike, as doing mobility, as getting quality sleep, as important as any other exercise. Think of it as an extension of your workout, if you will. So if your normal workout is, you know, 36 minutes, you know, you're gonna have to make your workout be 46 minutes. If the last 10 minutes of it is you guys, you know, doing a pigeon stretch or just cruising on like a, you know, assault bike or Cummins bike or Peloton or something while you update the food or while you're like walking around outside or walking on a treadmill, update it, you have to do it. It's vital in terms of truly transforming and understanding the power of food and what you're doing to your body and how much you are or aren't eating of certain things. Number two, you have to get stronger. You just do. If you really want to make a, a lasting transformation, you have to get stronger. And I don't just mean physical strength, which is important, and I'll dig on that in a second. But it's the mental strength, too. It's making better choices. It's, you know, willing to delay gratification of certain things. It's you guys understanding you're paying the price up front when you can't see the payoff just yet. It's you guys having the, you know emotional strength to not give in when you have a shitty day to crush a bunch of cookies or over drink on wine and think that food and drink is you know a great de-stressor for you and you know I understand it puts you in a euphoric state state momentarily like you feel this almost like you know you get a buzz a little bit of a high you feel good for a while but knowing that that feeling is short-lived and you have eater's remorse or drinker's remorse later on because you made the bad choice and you just only dug your transformation hole deeper. So to me, you have to get stronger mentally, spiritually and emotionally, just like you do physically. And, uh, you know, for a guy like me, like I like strength training. It's fun to me to, to jack steel. Um, I also enjoy, you know, at this point in my life, the body weight movements and the flows, which honestly I think are tougher uh, than just lifting heavy shit. It's, it's easier for me to come in here and lift you know, three to five heavy reps of something than to go through like a full-on body weight, break your neck, Metcon. It's just, you know, what I personally like over the other. And they both have a, a they both have a great purpose and a, and a great strength in terms of your training. They do help you out a ton. But when you guys are, are, when I'm talking about strength, again, as I talked about the mental aspect of it, I don't just mean the one rep maxes on push-ups and dips and pull-ups and, and things like that. It's not just jacking iron. When you say, when I say strong, I mean, it could be, Overall strength, so it could be one rep max, that could be what we're talking about, or it could be more reps, it could be more sets, uh, again, it could be adding more load. Again, there's a million metrics to that. Basically, what I'm driving at is you have to be building on itself, you know, either you know doing more than you did the last workout, so maybe it's you know more volume, or maybe it's more load, or maybe it's perfecting the movement itself, working out in balances, doing things through bigger range of motion, slowing things down, more time under tension, all of those things to me equate to getting stronger. So if you can only do you know, one pull-up today, within a month you can do three pull-ups. You're slowly building on things, uh, you know, strength-wise to make you guys be able to do more over time. And I think to me that's what truly transforming is. It doesn't happen overnight, it doesn't happen in a week, it doesn't happen in two weeks. But pushing the pace of what you can do, even adding five pounds to something is going to create a change in you. And so, A, you have to get stronger. Uh, the other one, three, I think you have to have an aerobic goal too if we're talking fitness. And cardio to me is like ketchup. It just makes everything better. Now, if you're not a ketchup person, that doesn't make sense to you. But if you 
or like if you're from the Midwest, cardio is like ranch. Ranch makes everything better because I feel like everybody in the Midwest puts fucking ranch in everything, which I love it too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but uh, I equate it to ketchup because that's kind of what we would throw on everything as a kid, especially when you don't have a, a palate or taste for things. You could throw ketchup on pretty much anything and it would be uh, eatable. So cardio is, is an important part of the equation for overall you know, heart health, overall obviously aerobic endurance, and I, I do believe it plays a key role in fat loss. And to me, and I'm not just talking about, you know, walking on a treadmill or riding an elliptical, having, you know, some specific cardio goals as well, I think are important. So if it's you guys, you know, running a half marathon, running a full marathon, even maybe if you guys starting out running a 5K, improving your 5K time, improving your mile run time, improving your 1,000 meter row, 2,000 meter row time. Uh, maybe it's a, a swimming thing. Maybe it's even, you know, lunging. And that's a, you know, strength and aerobic component together. So I can lunge right now, let's say for two minutes in a row and you're going to build up to lunging for four minutes in a row and then eight minutes in a row and then maybe at some point you get up to lunging for an hour or lunging for a mile straight. There's a million different things you can do but having some goals along the way helps you guys truly transform and again it doesn't always have to be just straight speed stuff but all of those things to me are important and even it could be maybe even you guys improving interval times in terms of you know rowing, skiing or just training here in the groups if you know it normally takes you you know, uh, three breaks to do a hundred jumping jacks, eventually you get to two breaks, and then all of a sudden you get to do a hundred jumping jacks straight through, or jumping rope, or there's a million metrics we can give, but understanding you have to be making progress, both in the strength component and the aerobic component as well. And then on to number four, which I think is key, um, community. I think if you're gonna transform, you have to have a community or a tribe of people, an inner circle, if you will, that are really there to help you and kind of push you and keep you on track. And I believe that I wouldn't be in this life right now if I didn't have an awesome circle of people around me and people helping me along the way, whether it be advice, pushing me, lifting me up or people fucking up and, and me seeing them as an example of what not to do. So there's all those different things and in our groups and how we coach them. We surround everybody in a private coaching group. It doesn't matter if you're in Indonesia or Germany or Florida. You can all be in the same group together. You can see what people are eating. You can see their workouts. You can see them training. You can see their questions. They can chime in. 99% well, of the people I've ever had in the groups are positive. They lift each other up. Even the people who aren't super outgoing, they're there in the group and they're active, whether it's liking a comment or you know giving some words and some praise to somebody else who's doing amazing. I think that's super important. And in our stuff specifically, I think it matters for the fact of people can see me eat a certain way and train a certain way, and I should. I should lead from the front. I don't, uh, you know, I don't teach theory here. I'm a practitioner of this life, and that's what I do. I try to lead from ahead of everybody and not, you know, just say things. I try to actually do them and play them out in real life. But for me, when they see it, they're like, "Ah, Jeremy should do that." But when you can see somebody else who has just as many kids as you, or more kids than you, somebody has a job just as busy as yours, or busier, and travels more, and has more obligations and more stresses than they're doing it, we're like, "Well, shit! If they can do it, then I can do it." They're working out in their basement. I can work out in my basement. They're in their garage. I can do it in my garage. They're in a hotel room. I can do it in a hotel room. So having people like that who lift you up, I think is key. And if you don't have access to that, if you're not in one of our programs or something, if you were there with your husband or wife, you know, brother, sister, friends, family, maybe a coworker, anybody, a gym buddy who's just there to push you, I think that's crucial and I think it's key. You have to have that because it's hard along the way. And you don't, you know you don't have to go it alone. And it's easy to do it by yourself when you're having a good day and everything's going right, but when things get tough and you're struggling and you're not, <clears throat> excuse me, motivated, uh, I think it helps. 
to really be surrounded by people who you can see doing it who are like your avatar. They're similar to you and they're putting in the work and they've been where you've been and they're going where you want to go or maybe they're already there and they can kind of, you know, I guess they're already over the wall. They can lend a hand, helping hand to kind of lift you guys up or they're behind you and they can help push you and elevate you guys to the next level. And so that's why I think community is key um, in an in-person facility, in an online program and everything in between. And I think uh, coaching has a lot to do with that as well. And then the fifth one, which I think is crucial, is uh, accountability. Accountability is the game, you guys. You have to be accountable um, to yourself for sure uh, and to you know the community and to the group, but to a coach and know someone is checking in on you, making sure you're putting in the work, like you're eating right, whether it's tracking the food on my fitness pal and they're checking in your log, seeing what you're doing. It You'll be surprised how much better you eat and the choices that you make when you know somebody is going to look at it and comment on what you're doing. So if you're crushing fast food and booze and doing a bunch of crazy stuff, and you're less likely to do it if you know you have to turn in the report card, I guess. And uh, I found that to be true. And I think it's it helps and it helps create new habits and new rituals and new routines. And then even if you're making choices what you think are good choices, but maybe they don't fit the macros in your goals for, for what you wanna get out of it, Having somebody check in and hold you accountable to that as well, I think, is, is key. Same thing for training and working out. That's why, you know, we have a brick-and-mortar facility here and it exists because we hold people accountable. We set appointments for them. We expect them to come here at a certain time. We put the workouts up, and then they just come in and they rip it. And they don't have to do a lot of the brain work, but we're here checking in on them. We want them to be here. We want them to improve. We want them to get better. So accountability on all levels for everything I think is amazing and you have to have it. That's why we don't you know, sell basically any standalone programs anymore. We did that you know, for years and uh, I've said it before and I was saying I could make way more fucking money you guys just selling standalone shit that goes out to people and they get it and uh, we don't actually coach them through it but we don't really help them and, I, and I've said this before on different podcasts like we had a, a program that was super popular and we would sell it and they'd go through the entire thing on autoresponder. And then at the end of the program, they get an email that would say, congratulations, you completed it. And the number one email I got back, you guys, I shit you not, would be, well, thanks, Jeremy. I haven't started the program yet, but I'm looking forward to shortly. Now, these people have gone through a program for multiple weeks, sometimes multiple months that we used to sell. And they hadn't even opened a single email. They hadn't even opened the program to look at it yet because, quote unquote, life got in the way. But yet they were super jacked when they purchased it. And then they never started it. And then I got sick of reading that shit, even though it made us money. So from a business standpoint, it's one of the dumber things uh, probably we did. But I knew it wasn't helping people. I knew we weren't getting the things done we wanted to get done. And so we started coaching everything we do. That's why the programs we have are structured the way they are, because I want to actually be able to touch people, to answer their questions, to chime in. And I want them to actually see things through and actually start it. Even if they have some roadblocks along the way, we have a handle on them and where they're at with it and we can kind of walk them through the steps, you know, whether it's baby steps or leaps and bounds they're taking. So that's why we coach everything and that's why I think, you know, accountability is important, community is important and the coaching aspects of it do matter. Um, I don't like to just, you know, if if the problem was just working, and that's what kills me with people. Sometimes people are like, oh, you know, this program, it's I'm doing the same workout multiple times. I'm like, well, that's what a program is. It's not doing something different and fancy every single day because then you can never master anything. You just, when you're always program jumping, when you're continuously always doing new exercises and always doing stuff new, 
without any of the basics layered in, you're never going to make progress. You just can't. And that's why people get so anxious and they're jumping around. I'm like, just give things some time. Like actually follow a structure and, and put it into play. And that's why we do things the way that we do them now. So those are my five tips, you guys, uh, on a proper transformation and what it really takes. And again, to me, I think for a lot of you guys, the biggest key is you just have to track the food. You have to under, have an understanding of macros. I do truly believe it matters. If you've never done it before, our 47 days is a great chance for you guys to pop it and do that. Um, but again, if you're not doing it, you're doing your body a huge disservice. It's really tough to manipulate the way that you look when you have no understanding of what's going in. Unless, you know, you, at some point we've all done it. Um, I did it for years and it's how we coach things now. And the second thing, you have to be getting stronger, both physically you know, and spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. So I guess all four pillars. But I think the mental aspect of it is huge. The emotional aspect of it is huge. And then obviously physically, you have to be willing to push the limits. Um, and sometimes it comes down to, you know, how much, I don't want to say pain you can take, but, you know, how much can you, you know, endure in your training sessions and, and smartly and properly, but I think that's key. And then obviously having an aerobic goal, working on improving your times or your overall aerobic endurance, whether that be, you know, the volume of it, you know, the speed of it, or anything in between. And then again, to me, having a community of people who supports you, lifts you up is crucial. And obviously the accountability to me is the biggest thing above all else, just because you have to be accountable to somebody. You have to be, you have to have a coach to lean on. You have to have a support system and a team if you want to really reach your full potential in terms of training and how you look and move and feel. And I believe that. So to me, you guys, that's how we coach a lot of our transformation stuff. Those are probably the biggest things that we focus on. And there's a, there's a million different levels layered inside of that. But again, any program you guys are in, whether it be an in-person facility, whether it be online, whether it's something you're going to sign up for for the new year, I think, A, they have to coach you on the eating. They have to at least help you with food, talk to you about it, answer your questions about it. If they review the food logs, even better. The second thing, the programs have to be structured to push your guys' limits um, whether that be load or speed or volume, and both you know aerobically and anaerobically, I think that's crucial. So any questions you guys have for me on transformation stuff or programs you're in or our 47 day, if you want to do that, I think it'd be a great chance for you to work with me and we'll just rip it and light you guys up. But again, those are things that are crucial. And if you're going through your program right now and you're looking at where you're at in terms of your training and eating and what's going on, if you're not focusing on those things, a, tracking macros and understanding you know micronutrients and eating real food and how it affects your body. Two, getting stronger both you know in terms of loading and increasing your aerobic endurance. And then obviously having an awesome community of people and somebody to hold you accountable to to make sure we're actually moving towards the goals we want. I would say reevaluate it. And, you know, reach out to me, ask me any questions. I'm happy to help you. We have got a lot of stuff going on here, but I think those are are key. And if you're not doing those. I think it's going to be really tough for you guys to reach your goals, or it's going to take you a hell of a lot longer if you do reach them. But by just doing these five kind of rules or hacks for transformations, I think it can be a huge game changer in terms of your body and how you look and move and feel, not just now, but through the rest of your life. Because that's what it's about, is just us understanding where we're at, what we want to do, what we want to get out of it, and having some specific goals kind of all revolving around these five you know, keys, I guess. So any other questions or things you want to hear in the podcast, shoot me a message. Uh, we got a guest coming on later next next Friday, I believe, and then a few other things trickling in between then. So if you're on iTunes right now, stop, 
Don't be a lazy ass. Drop us a five-star. Leave a comment. Love to hear it. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, you guys. And please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.